0: well hello it's just me today welcome to the backpack show we usually talk about success and insights from unusual places but it's just me i'm solo look at everybody so here's carol here's my dad uh it's a solo episode today carrie is off on a vacation um we had a guest on here before if you remember for from Pack Up and Go, they do mystery travel, and uh, Carrie and her family are doing some mystery travel. So where will they go? Today's episode is solo. What that means is I'm going to do my best to entertain you with some thoughts, some stories and ideas that I've seen in business. I will probably read you through some of my feedly and talk to you about news trends and things like that. But first, I will do my little intro, and then I'll do some ad and then we'll get going. Hi everyone, Tim Kitzer from NBA Jam and NFL Blitz, welcoming you to The Backpack Show. Your hosts, Chris Brogan, Kerry Gorgon. Boom Shakalaka, Backpack Show. And we're here. I think, hmm, my shots off a little. There we go. Looks a bit a a bit lit more like me. Oh my gosh, how am I doing? Well, good to see everybody here. Welcome to The Backpack Show. Like I said, it's a solo episode today. No guests. You know, maybe me, if someone's camera ready, they could come into the studio. I can give you the StreamYard link. So uh we could do that. Um let's just do this first, though. I just want to get the ads out of the way just so we satisfy our very lovely and kind paying sponsors. Hey, want to make a show just like this one? You can seebroken.me slash stream You can make a show, you can run it solo. You don't need anybody else, you can push all the buttons your damn self. Uh, if you want to do an audio podcast, we are being hosted by Castos.com. A lot of fun. Castos is a new kid on the block, but they're doing really well. They put our show up everywhere. It's on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Android. I don't know. Wherever you listen to your podcast, that's where we are. Let's do all the ads really quick, just so I don't have to forget them later. Hey, want a .online domain? You can get one. See slash online. Use the code Chris in all caps. And you'll get that domain for 99 US centavos, 99 cents. You can do it. I haven't used Google in a whole long time as far as search engines go. I use some of their other products, but I'm sticking it to the man by using pre Use that Presearch; You can get right into it. It'll be a whole lot of fun. Uh, pre-search.com, our friend Kate Colgan and Colin Pape and a whole bunch of other people have something to do with it. So come get it mitch jackson the streaming lawyer oh i should hang on he wants me to read the thing because he didn't like my read so let me give you a read for mitch jackson streaming lawyer he's uh while i'm doing that he's california's number one trial attorney uh smart guy interesting guy bleeding edge of technology kind of a guy Uh, but here's what mitch wanted me to say um Another sponsor is attorney Mitch Jackson, also known as the Streaming Lawyer. If you have an online legal business issue or question, reach out to Mitch at streaming.lawyer. Also, if you want his cool Wednesday morning email newsletter where he talks about all these various issues and all that, you can go to Mitchjackson.buzz. Streaming.lawyer, that's it. That's my ad reads for the day. Boop. Done. We hit him. So everybody happy to see you here um hey jacob it's been a minute good to see you and look at that real melon chan oh hello melon chan and then everybody else to say hi to each other glad to have you all on the show welcome to the show so we're just going to talk about a bunch of things you're welcome to bring up topics if you want in the chat that's one of the cool things about being here chat away at your leisure uh, but in the meantime, what I might also do is I might uh, just pull the, pull open my uh, Feedly and look at some business information and business links with you. We could talk about that. Hey, Shauna, good to see you today. Um, one thing I said I was going to talk about in the subject line, which I don't remember why I said it, was the future of business, the future of work. So we could definitely talk a little bit about that. For instance, are you being made to go back to the office? Did they change and do an about ship and say, never mind, never mind? Looks like there's more COVID on the horizon. Or are you still working from remote or are you in between workings? There's my question to you. And look at that. Elizabeth is here. Buenos dias, backpackers, and good morning. So, look, it's a whole house. So, I'm curious to know where your, where your situation is on your remote work. Jaffy Juice, of course, I think still probably recovering, right, Joseph? And thank you for watching on the tweeters. Good to see you there. Solo episodes are tricky because <clears throat> I could talk about anything, and it makes me really happy. Um, but it's up to you, really, if you want to uh, if you want to have a conversation with me about anything. But I can I can talk all day, so don't you worry about that. Um, you know, I'm going to show you something. First off, for a piece of news, and that is that McDonald's has announced their next collab person. McDonald's next collab person is Saweetie. Uh, they're doing that uh, first female uh, meal in the McDonald's famous orders effort. They've had, of course, Travis Scott and BTS and all that. And I don't exactly know what she's eating in that pic, but I know she's gobbing it with some kind of interesting sauce. So good on you, Saweetie! Uh, what an interesting, strange promo this has been for McDonald's. But what's fascinating to me is that it's working. Boy, oh, boy, are they getting a lot of buzz on that. And they're getting a lot of people who want to rush through the drive through <laughs> to pick up a famous person's McDonald's meal, which, by the way, they almost all drink spray. I found that interesting. Hi, Leo. Good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Hope the pure universe is doing fine for you out there. Johnna says, I'm a writer, so I'm always working remotely and thrilled about it. Hello, Paul. Project Rebuild alive and well. Suze is here and hello in India. Good to see you today. Thanks for connecting India. So let's see, it's 10 ish here. Judging by where you are, it could be like eight, 8 PM or so it could be almost dinner time or bedtime, depending on where you are. So thanks for joining the show. Um, I think with the McDonald's meals and the, the McDonald's is doing a lot of things all in a row to really kind of keep their uh, upper hand in the fast food wars. And boy, did they do reasonably well during the apocalypse as well. They got a lot of de- um, delivery through things like Grubhub and uh, Uber Eats and all those sorts of things. And that most definitely um, pushed them ahead. So I, I've been following them lately, especially because they're doing all kinds of um Data driven analytics and customer experience design and all that sort of thing. And I think, you know, when you think of McDonald's, you just think fast and you think cheap and simple or whatever. But there's a lot of stuff going on there. And if they invest money in it, you should at least look at it. You should at least think, hmm, now that's interesting because people like McDonald's don't invest money in things like that unless they feel like there's going to be a big win. Like when they put together the McCafe, they spent $100 million and got back $1 billion. So just because they realized, oh my gosh, we can kind of go head to head with Starbucks of all people. They made 10x their expense back just because they caught that. Uh, Leslie says, I've been working from home for a couple of days, but we've been in the office all the time and you're at a school system, right? And the kids are all back in school full or are they hybrid or what's the story with the students over there, Leslie? Uh, And let's see, I do like their hash browns and their coffee and clean bathrooms on road trips. I have uh, I've always been very pleased by the cleanliness of McDonald's. So you and I agree about that. So article in Fast Company. Fast Company has three, three skills we really need for our hybrid work self. Oh, I always forget that they're going to make me pop this into a full window. So here, give me a second. There we go. Uh, Fast Company has been a magazine I've loved since the very late 90s. I once stalked uh, one of their uh, writers there, Heath Rowe, um, who was like, probably their most known writer, their most famous writer. I stalked him for some amount of time. Now I'm looking because um, I have his latest book on my bookshelf. We've, we finally became friends over the years when he uh, canceled the restraining orders. Um, so one of the number one things that people are going to need in the hybrid workplace are emotional intelligence. Now, we did a great, great episode. I never say that the episode is great because of anything I had to do with it. But we did a great episode uh, around the book Connect. And let me see if I can uh, find that episode for you really quick. But... If you go to the Backpack Show online, uh, you can find all of our episodes on uh, thebackpackshow.online Backpack online slash episode. Uh, but let me just see if I can find it. Connect. It's um Stanford. Uh, what's his name. Uh, David Bradford. Okay, so um, we did, so this is the soft shows are uh, soft skills are important. We did an interview with David, Dr. David Bradford and uh, Dr. Carol Robin from Stanford, who wrote the book Connect. And that was an incredible, incredible book, uh, dealing with emotional intelligence. And it is most definitely uh, the book. So if you've heard emotional intelligence, you're like, I don't even know what they mean. Well, what they really mean is read that book Connect. And it's based on their long time, multi-decade, number one rated course. Uh, I don't remember the real name of the course because the fake name of the course is Touchy Feely. And that's what anybody who's anybody calls that course, Touchy Feely. Uh, Leadership and Social Influence is number two. Uh, leadership is important, they're saying, but also social influence on you know convincing people to do what they want. I think this is interesting in this article because what they're kind of saying is, well, because you don't know if people are working, if they're working remotely, this shows a lack of trust to me. So whoever wrote the article, they're kind of betraying a little something about themselves and then taking initiative from the inside. This one's interesting and important, and I'm going to talk to you about that for a second. When they say taking initiative from the inside, one thing that happens is when you're working remotely, you kind of get into this habit of sort of just doing what's being asked of you, and you forget to sort of pick up projects. However, when you're around the office space, when you're around the work environment, a lot of times you pick up certain projects. you you hear something or you are involved in some you know water cooler chat, or someone you know mentions that you know maybe we know somebody even internally who could do whatever, and they go with it. Well, there's a real opportunity to take initiative. I find that when you're working remotely, you do a lot more reactive work. And so one thing that you might consider doing as, as it relates to this is you might consider uh, reconsidering or thinking about you know, the opportunities that you have and uh, what else you can maybe do to uh, serve other people. So there's my thoughts there. Uh, back on McDonald's. My daughter is working at McDonald's and loves it. It's incredible training. It's incredible training. McDonald's has some of the best training in the world. You can get really good employees. If you want to have starter employees at a company, get McDonald's uh, alumni. They'll be fine. Uh, Leslie, when I asked her about school, says, well, we offered in-person learning five days a week with a remote option during the last school year. And, and this school year as well, or is that just everybody back to school now this school year? I don't, I'm not sure how you answered that. My apologies. My apologies. Um <laughs> airports have a wildlife problem and vice versa that's just talking about how uh there's all kinds of uh critters running onto the runway which is not helpful and getting into the fans Uh the MacBook uh, uh, Apple's news the iPad Pro is the most powerful tablet yet but the, the Air is still better for students Um I have the I have the new MacBook uh with the M1 chip and it is a it's a powerhouse it is really Worth the juice. Uh, let's see. Uh, some really interesting things in here. Uh, <laughs> a startup called Hello Divorce has raised two million dollars so that couples can say goodbye easier. Divorce is messy, but I guess these people feel like they can make it a better process. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, article from the drum is talking about that the office of the future is going to be uh, creative collaborative and flexible one of the things they point out is that the era of the nine to five is over for marketers at least a new flexible approach to work is taking over cat- uh, catalyzed by the work of the last 18 months so this is a big white paper you can get over at the drum.com and it's called the office of the future so you can go get that if you want that sort of a thing um, let's see I'm going to get one more article, and then I'll come back to you in your chat. Um, oh, you should know that the Atari VCS, which is coming any day now, is going to bring back the old game Food Fight. Uh, Leslie, who we're chatting with here, Leslie and I uh, used to play video games uh, that her pop had because he was a vending guy uh glad that you picked up a copy of connect on audible it's read by the authors by the way and if you're the kind of person who reads an audiobook a little faster you can jam this one because they talk slow they're really good professors leslie says oh so school's a work in progress the plan is back to school full-time uh, but cases are ticking back up again and they're going to see what the cdc says so i just read today uh, that twitter has reclosed their two main offices uh, because they were having that feeling that, oh, my gosh, you know, we have an issue here. Um, sorry, but the era of the nine to five workday ended when the Internet was invented. Well, Dean, I was thinking sort of the same thing. I'm not going to lie. I was thinking, hmm, I haven't worked nine to five and I don't know when. I, you know, I was up working last night at 11 something. Uh, And I got my first text this morning at 6 a.m. And I fell back asleep on the 6 a.m. text after I said, that sounds great. And I passed out. But, you know, I feel like work happens when work happens. And I, I think that's the way work should happen for the most part. I don't mean we should work 24-7, but I definitely mean that, you know, we should work kind of to fit our mood, our, our role and all that. I'm curious to know what people are working now. Do you work standard, straight, set hours? Do you work too many hours? Just uh, drop a comment on that while I'm taking a look for the next article. Uh, how to talk to an actual person at your airline. I don't care. Oh, teacher. Well, Ka- Carrie's not even here, um, but I'm going to have to actually play this for my own damn self. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Feline invasion. I repeat, we have a feline invasion. Chris, hold very still. Do not turn your head. For the love of Pete, don't turn your head. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, I fed the creature. The creature has nice water and the creature has a um, clean litter box. So I'm not sure what our problem is, but anyone wants a free cat slightly used, you let me know. It's all for you. So Sue says, I work about 7 or 8 a.m. to 2 to 3 p.m., but I think about work a lot more yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, I definitely like kind of wander around with thoughts on different things I'm working on or different ideas or different processes and all that sort of a thing. Um, Dean says that people are talking about four day work weeks and Dean just says, I just wish the 24 seven work week would stop. Yeah. You know, it really, it's, it's a real, there's boundaries involved there, obviously, you know, but then there's some companies where that's really the expectation. And if you're not putting it in all the time, then you're not you're not part of the team. Uh, Leslie has set hours. Good for you. Um, I don't know. You know, one of the the one thing that I have going at this company that I've been doing the work with is that they keep stressing that if you take vacation, then really stay on vacation. Don't don't, you know, don't bow or anything like that. And for instance, I took five days to go see my mom and dad and they were like, don't show up at meetings. And I was like, OK, OK, um, I begged for one particular meeting, even though I was away, but, you know, I asked for it. But that's one of the things that we're finding, especially in American corporations, by the way, is that companies are having a lot of trouble uh, convincing their employees to take the time that they have to. Uh, There's unlimited paid time off kind of organizations in the U.S. part of the company that I've been helping has an unlimited paid time off. And one of the things that we've come to realize, and I read this in a recent book about Netflix with Reed Hastings, is that people do not take that time off, even if they have known unlimited time off. Um, they'll take fifty percent of the time, you know, usually less than two weeks for an entire year or something like that. Now, I'm I'm guilty of that as well. I, I'm not a vacation taker. I'm not good about vacations. I'm not a, I'm not uh, very skilled in how to put them together and make them work really well. But I think that. There's a lot of value in, in taking paid time off. And there's also a lot of value in uh, coming back refreshed. I mean, one of the things my dad just said, which is true and simple, thinking is good. I mean, I had a lot of opportunity to be out at my parents' pool, just kind of bobbing along, me, me and the chlorine duck, just bobbing around in the water. And I can tell you that I had a lot of thoughts. I had a lot of things come to me that I was like, oh, I've got it. Next time I get back to the office, I'm going to do X. And I don't always get that. You know, just at the office. The other place I get a lot of my thinking done is on airplanes. So I will tell you that um, one way to get some thinking done, and if you don't want to take the flight, is you get into airplane mode on your device. You know, you shut your Wi-Fi off. You start thinking in one direction, and you just start kind of going, "Hmm, what should I?" Or you bring a notebook somewhere. I was just going to reach for a notebook, and none are actually in arm's length, which is rare. You bring a notebook somewhere and a pen and you think in a different way, you know, you think kinesthetically with your hand moving, kinesthetic learning gives you a whole different connection to your thought processes, right? So for instance, one way that we're going to get better at the future is to use tools from the past and do a lot of writing. Carol said that I've been hearing that unlimited vacations has the opposite effect. Absolutely. It's, it's incredible. And what's required there is that leadership has to demonstrate it by taking lots of vacations themselves. So, Bosses have to force themselves to take a bunch of vacations before their employees actually uh, do the job. Um, floating is the best way to think. I like your feelings on that one, Suze. I really do. Um, you know, I, one thing I've noticed, and I hadn't really paid much attention to this before, but I haven't been in corporate life since 2006. So helping this company is be, is a big eye inside of corporate life right now. And one of the things that I keep observing is that a lot of people do look up. They do wonder what the boss is doing. They do wonder what the team's environment is like. And so if you've got a, a like a hard-moving boss or something like that, someone's just like rocking, uh, then that group of people tends not to take as many uh, time off or take as many vacations or whatever. And it's crazy because... Um, that means that the the entire team's productivity is going to be in jeopardy. The entire team is going to run into a problem where they're not giving their best. So I, I think it's up, it's incumbent on everybody to take their vacations and it's incumbent on you to be your own personal leader and say, you know what, I'm taking some time off. Guilt is a useless emotion and feeling. Guilt is a control feeling doled out by people who don't have power in any other way. Think about that for a second. Do you know who invented guilt? A lot of it religion. Religion invented guilt because they couldn't force you to do things the way nobility could. Elizabeth says 100 percent airplane mode to not get interrupted. Absolutely. Or just have rolling blackouts. Hello, Texas. Uh, Carol says that vacation always leads me to my best ideas. My brain goes on overdrive, but it's actually very positive, not stressful. Suze points out, we've started a contract with a corporation that just merged with two others, and it's fun to be back in corporate world. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I don't know how long I'll enjoy it, but right now I enjoy it. Plus, I'm at kind of the top of the pyramid. I don't know if I would enjoy it if I were back in the middle again. Uh, Leslie says, I love vacation time and floating is definitely the best. Now, I'll just say it because I know you're all thinking it. We mean floating and with a beverage. Unless you're recovering, we mean floating and with a beverage deprivation tank i've never done a deprivation tank i'm kind of down for the idea i've just seen a couple of movies where that's where they kill the guy so i don't <laughs> I have this weird extra thing sort of like my fear of sharks that they're gonna get me once i get inside the deprivation tank i don't know i, I know that's crazy but that's definitely one of the thoughts i have on the process is that i'll be there uh Big data engine that fuels leading blah blah blah. Do you ever read press releases? Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Some of the words they put in them, it's just like who do they think they're writing this for? Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, uh, rest in peace, Ron Popale. Uh, yesterday we lost two important people. Uh, we lost Dusty Hill from ZZ Top, and we lost Ron Popale, the incredible legendary TV telemarketer, TV marketer. Ron Popel rest in peace think about that he had so many inventions he had so many marketing inventions he invented but wait there's more I didn't know that Uh, and Dusty Hill of course part of the legendary band ZZ Top Texas's Little Loves I have to tell you if you could imagine a band not being the darlings of 1980's MTV it would be ZZ Top Billy Gibbons, Dusty uh, Frank Beard oh my golly uh, Dean points out that uh, Ron Popeil is better than the Sham Wow guy. Oh, my gosh. popil has like 166 inventions or something like that. Uh, Sue says no way on that cl- uh, uh, deprivation tank. Too claustrophobic. Chip says I used to take two think weeks away a year where I'd go away on my own to clear my head and do a pile of reading and thinking. You should get back to that. Yes, you absolutely should, Chip. You're a thinking thinker, and I think you'd be great for it uh carol says last time i went to a vacation to a resort i really enjoyed those 10 a.m margaritas and uh leslie points out yes beverages for sure and uh, if i'm going to a deprivation tank float in a few weeks you're always doing things uh carol and the rest of us want to know what that's about man you are like a, a take action kind of human uh that sounds awesome chip there we go see we read a lot more comments when uh it's just one person and no guest because you know we have to kind of do that The giant whip scorpion. Okay, well, we'll pass that article up. Basically, it says they're not scary, they're not bad. Well, they're scary, they're not bad. Um, Chinese billionaire just got sentenced to 18 years in prison for speaking out against his government. Ooh, children of tech? No, no. Uh, Okay, no. Oh, um, I will I will show this one just because um, it points to something. So Intel has this new crazy uh, gaming machine out, and it's called Beast Canyon. But one of these things I have to tell you is crazy is Intel is now being told, and a lot of companies are now being told, that they can't ship some of their gaming computers or their high-powered computers to certain states. You can't buy um, this gaming computer that I'm showing on the screen right now, Beast Canyon. You cannot buy this in California, Texas. I think Arizona, I think that's one of, that's a, a few of them. And my dad points out it was the movie Altered States is one of the ones that I was thinking about that had the tank. There's another one with some assassins, but Altered States with William Hurt and that, that uh, deprivation tank, that one really got me. Chip's right the Reading comments can be dangerous, but Carol says, where would you go, Chip, if you're going to go away to your think weeks? Does the where matter when it's a think week? Like, could you get this done in like, you know, Schenectady? one of those places that I really like to talk about a lot. So let's see. Uh, let me do a couple more. DoorDash is now not just delivering meals, it's making them. This is a trend that I find fascinating has really no particularly large business uh, value for anybody per se, but instead of restaurants, the you know what's the fastest growing food preparation part of business right now are ghost kitchens. Ghost kitchens are where the the public is not invited; it's just a delivery device, and the ghost kitchen maybe has five to nine uh, different restaurants built inside of it. And, and the door delivery people all come there. So Uber, DoorDash, Grubhub, all those companies come and pick up from the ghost kitchen, but you can't just walk there and uh, get a table for two. So that's kind of interesting. Um, all right. So Elizabeth points out that if she's going to want to get a powerful computer, she's going to end up needing to get a PO box in Louisiana and some good friends. Uh, Carol says maybe not an office setting for the thinking. And, uh, walking is a thinking engineering walking is a thinking engineering yes i know what you're saying there walking is something that uh, generates thinking for sure uh speaking of which i sure need extra coffee um oh the u.s uh, this is going to surprise everybody the u.s government's uh trying to really downplay something but you know, don't anyone feel weird when we say that federal officials made every effort to downplay a huge COVID-19 outbreak at a migrant children facility earlier this year, worrying that politics would take over. You know, the politics of saving kids' lives. Oh, government. I just watched a show called Years and Years. It's on HBO Max. And it's just a series about kind of where will certain things happen. And it's a British show uh, set in England and all that. Uh, But it's clear that they're talking massively about sort of, you know, what happened in the last four years in America. And it's clear that they're sort of extrapolating on just where some of these trends are going to take us. Um, You know, I cannot believe that we made it all the way to this half hour point. This is great. Everyone's been wonderful. Really good interaction. I know some of you have to go and all that sort of thing. But thank you so much for being here for the show for half an hour. Um, I already read through the sponsors, so I got that covered. Hmm. What else do I got to do? Well, let's see. This. Oh, and here's our person of the day. Kaboom! Um, I do need a person of the day, don't I? Let's see. Um, Going to give it to Suze up in Canada. I think I gave Suze one fairly recently, but when I look at the names, you've all been person of the day. So that's been very lovely. Uh, Chip points out that driving is not at all relaxing to him. I understand that. I sold my car. Uh, I love that idea. Except when we do family road trips, that's magical because Carol's in the riding seat. So Sue's your person of the day. Um, Let's see. Time now for what goes in my backpack. You know what? Today I'm going to put my beads. So these are my prayer beads. My mom made these. They're uh, for uh, Buddhists. And basically, they're 108. Where am I going? Okay, they're 108 beads with a big papa bead there. And so you, you breathe in and you breathe out. And then you grab the second bead. So you grab the bead on the breathe in and you go all the way around 108 beads, just like a rosary, by the way 108 beads until you get all the way to the other side until you touch that papa bead again and then you're done you've done your rosary so that's what goes in my backpack so i handled that uh lots and lots of coffee in my backpack i think that's a good answer chip um you know when you talk about road trips though uh we used to take a lot of road trips as kids and there would be a bunch of us in the car it'd be my brother and i my mom and dad my grandparents and uh we'd play little games on the road my grandmother had this one game i don't know if it's exactly politically correct but she'd call it uh That's probably not a good word.